Hello, welcome. Yes, my name's Pete Morgan. This is the Poppy Podcast. It's a podcast where, on one hand, uh, we talk about the lives of our two dogs. Uh, that's four-year-old Lincoln and one month, one month, <laughs> one year old Elvis. Uh, we talk about Elvis more though, because he is a puppy, and that's the that's the name of the game. On the other hand, it's a place where you, hopefully, that's you as a, a, a prospective puppy owner, or a new puppy owner, or a dog owner, or a dog lover, come together. And we tell our stories, we share our experiences, our trials, our tribulations, the pleasures and the pains, in the hope that we will all become better puppy and dog owners. If you've got any questions uh, about your dog or your puppy, and you think that the Puppy Podcast family, and we are quite strong in number, if you think anyone in the Puppy Podcast family can help, do please get in touch. Um, we are on Facebook, on the Puppy Podcast page, on Instagram, at the Puppy Podcast, on Twitter, at Puppy Podcast, or you can email the Puppy Podcast at gmail.com. If you're joining for the first time, thank you so much. Um, and you may well be joining, at this time of the year, you might be joining for a particular reason, which we're going to get into quite heavily in this episode. Uh, and if you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or iHeartRadio, do please leave a review. It really does mean a lot and it means that we become more um, high profile, more people see us and the Puppy Podcast family just gets bigger and bigger, which is great. And however you're listening to us, uh, welcome as well, whether it's just you, whether it's you and the family, whether it's you and your furry babies, inside, outside, at the dog park, in the car, however, welcome along, sit yourself down, uh, take a seat, or all you've got to do is repeat after me, ABC. Um, <laughs> um, so we are, I'm recording this on Friday morning, the 15th of December, so we are 10 days away from Christmas Day, and this is really quite a, a Christmas focused episode um, and I'm going to be completely honest uh, I've had I've had at one point or another I think we had like three or four guests lined up for the the show and all of them have dropped out for one reason or another which is a real shame but the message was always going to be the same right the way through and that is about um, looking after your dog at Christmas and if you're thinking of getting a dog at Christmas, and uh, you know, I know plenty of you are listening are are dog owners and have been for the past few months. But I think there's going to be people who are listening to this who are thinking of getting uh, a puppy. So we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. First of all, it's part of dog news. We are talking about what to avoid giving your dog this Christmas. Now, I know we spoke to Andrew from White Cross Vets uh, just a few weeks ago about this, but I think it's worth revisiting and refreshing because it can be really easy when, you know, you've got family round and it's Christmas and, you know, everyone's excited and there's children or uh, grandparents and there's lots of new people around. I know quite a few people who put their dogs in kennels over Christmas because they're going to have a house full and it can just be a little bit overwhelming for the dog. It's mainly kind of much older dogs that are a little bit grumpy or rescue dogs that are a little bit cantankerous and don't like it when there's a lot of people around and can get, you know, a little bit um, 
unsociable. So, you know, a little bit growly and things. And that, you know, that creates tension and you don't want that. Um, but if you're going to have your dog, uh, in the house, then, um, you need to think about how they are going to be. So you need to watch things like if you're unwrapping presents, um, the, the, the paper, any labels, any, um, bit plastic tags that comes off anything you need to watch all of those and make sure you've got kind of some kind of uh, rubbish bag or waste disposal by you as it's being unwrapped just so they can go straight in there because the, the tiny things and that we all know how inquisitive dogs are and anything that goes on the floor generally is fair game and you might not see it happen uh, you might not see you know you might not notice you've dropped it uh, you might not notice the dog pick it up and then you, you don't realise that there's a problem until uh, a little bit later on. And again, a lot of the things I'm, I'm talking about are the extreme kind of, there's almost kind of the worst case scenario. Because it, it, if you kind of go into it dealing with that and approaching it from the worst case scenario, then, you know, we all should have a, a great Christmas. For us, it's an odd one this year. We separate, we, we kind of uh, alternate between my parents and Joe's parents. And this year, it's the turn of my parents for Christmas. Now, unfortunately, um, my parents' house uh, and where we're staying, which is at my uncle and auntie's house, they don't have space for Lincoln and Elvis. So they're actually going to be staying with... Uh, their nanny and granddad, which is my um, my in-laws, effectively, you know, my my wife's parents. They're going to be staying with them for a couple of days. So we're going to be dropping them off on Christmas Eve and then picking them up or going back and, and we'll see them again on the 27th. Uh, so, yeah, so it, it, it's a little bit odd. And I would like I would really have liked to sort something out. Um, but, uh, it, it's just, it's the way it is. And, you know, there's nothing that can be done about it. And it's a little bit, uh, bothersome and upsetting, but it won't always be like this. It's just for this Christmas. We, we've bought both Elvis and Lincoln Christmas stockings that, um, they can get to open on Christmas morning. Um, you know, so they feel part of it. Uh, but again, we're going to be having a talk with, with John and June about what not to give the dogs, and this is what I mean. It's it, it. You will think, well, it's all right. Just all the Christmas leftovers, just put them in the dog's bowl. That that's fine. Well, no, it, it, it's not, and it's not necessarily stuff that's gonna kill them. It stuff that sometimes it's just stuff that's just bad for them. Um, uh, you know, and you need to bear that in mind. So when we're coming up to Christmas, the things to uh, avoid giving your dog, it, sausages is one. They are incredibly high in fat they are incredibly calorific as well uh, they will upset your dog's tummy and you will see the effect of that at the other end if you get my meaning so you, you just need to just be a little bit aware of that there is again the slight chance of pancreatitis uh, with uh, uh, high in fat and calorific diets uh, and and this is the thing little bits you know are fine and maybe you've been i know we've been you know we've been giving elvis and lincoln bits of sausages because we generally have sausage sandwich on a saturday morning we've been giving them bits of sausage for months and that's just been the way of things but we do it in the knowledge that there is a payoff uh at the other end so we you know we do that bearing that 
in mind. Uh, meaty bones is another one, particularly kind of turkey bones or chicken bones. Uh, there is a choking hazard uh, with bone splinters. Uh, there's um, blockage risk if the bone is swallowed, obviously injury if uh, the bone becomes splintered. Um, uh, we've stopped giving uh, Lincoln and Elvis meat bones just because of that splintering that they do. In fact, I don't really think Elvis has ever had one, but Lincoln's had. And just that splintering thing absolutely petrifies me. Uh, personally, and I know it, I'm pretty sure it does with Joe as well. So we just avoid it, you know, give your dog a, um, a, a kind of filled bone or a chewed bone that you can buy from a, uh, from a pet store. And, and they're going to enjoy that so much more. Um, cheese. Now again, we are guilty of this. Cheese is Lincoln's go-to treat when we are out on a walk. If, if he, if his recall is a bit off that day, if he's a little bit distracted, cheese is the thing that's going to get him back. Uh, but not to just be aware of what you're giving them. Um, because it's very high in fat. A lot of dogs are actually lactose intolerant. So again, they won't be, they won't deal with it properly and it'll cause digestive problems. Um, pigs in blankets. Uh, again, high in fat and calorific. So pretty much the same as sausages. Um, mince pies. Why, why, why would anyone give a dog mince pie? Um, they, they have raisins in for a start, um, which are toxic to dogs. One of the, the big, uh, foodstuffs that you just do not give to your dog. And again, they're very high in fat. Um, so there was a, a, a great thing. I think I've already mentioned this on another episode and apologies if I, I'm repeating myself, but there was a great thing at our local vets of a poster of the human equivalent of a dog treat. So what you give to your dog, this is the equivalent for, um, for a human. So, and I think it was 30 grams of cheese, not even, no, I don't think it was even 30 grams of cheese. So it was like three blocks of cheese like um cubes of cheese about the size of your your uh, thumbnail so three cubes of cheese about that size that's the equivalent to you or i eating a hamburger so you, you can't just give it to them give it to them give it to them because that's like you chugging down hamburgers which sounds like a great way to spend your time but we all know that health-wise that's not the best way to do it. The other one was the thin strip chews that you can get. Um, that it's like a full chocolate bar for a dog. So again, if you're just throwing those out on a regular basis, they are incredibly fattening uh, for your dog. So back to the Christmas thing, mince pies, don't do it. Gravy, um, again, Mainly because it's very high in fat, uh, particularly if you've made proper gravy using the meat juices from the roast. Uh, it, it is incredibly high in fat uh, and it's not what they need. There is uh, dog gravy that you can buy, that you can put over their food, uh, which is, again, uh, reduced in fat compared to the stuff that you or I would eat. Uh, red cabbage is another one. Uh, the, the spices, the vinegar, uh, which are in with those, they could cause a dietary upset as well. Uh, roast potatoes, again, high in fat, very 
calorific and you've got to pay for that. Now, if you've got mashed potato or boiled potato, that is fine um, in moderation, as with all things, as long as you've not yet added butter, milk or salt. Because once you've done that, that's when, and again, it might be palatable for you, but it's going to be calorifically damaging for the dog. And the last thing any of us want, and we, I mean, the, you know, Elvis and Lincoln are, are two Labradors. We've all seen those dogs and Labradors, I don't know why, seem to be of just that, that big fat dog, which is, you know, struggling to walk down the street, struggling to get up onto the sofa, constantly panting. That's what's going to happen if you just load them up with these high in fat things. Um, crisps again very fatty and calorific we're quite lucky in the fact that lincoln cannot abide crisps i don't know what it is just not a fan of the texture so they're fine elvis elvis is a human hoover and anything if it hits the floor then that is fair game for it to be eaten as far as elvis is concerned um stuffing do not do not give your dog stuffing it's got onions in it and onions uh, can be harmful to dogs Herbs and spices that are in it as well. You know, if you're saying, well, I don't make my stuffing with onions. Well, apart from the fact that I'm pretty sure that's not proper stuffing then. Um, the, the herbs and the spices can cause a dietary upset as well. Christmas pudding. No, no, no. There are doggy Christmas puddings you can get. There are doggy mince pies that you can get. By all means, get them, but not the human variety. Again, Christmas pudding. It contains alcohol, which is a huge no-no for dogs. Do not, you know, do not give your dogs booze for for any reason. I, I again, I wouldn't know why any responsible dog owner would do that. Uh, don't give them raisins, um, which uh, again is toxic. Alcohol's toxic for your dog as well. So it might be funny to kind of let them drink from the the bottom of your shot glass or something as but it's it, it's damaging the dog so those are the the main things and as i say for most of those there is a doggy equivalent there's you know things that have been made to look like mince pies and of course there's dog chocolate there's dog gravy um and uh you know dog christmas puddings that you can get there's a dog christmas dinner i know there was a supermarket in the uk selling it last year dog christmas dinner and that's what we got for lincoln that's what we gave him on christmas day uh we gave him his own you know christmas dinner and he absolutely loved it it's a like a wet um pouch like a tray um, and he, he absolutely, you know, found it fantastic. Did it smell appetising? Did I want to taste it? No. Did I? Did I? Yeah, because, like, didn't want to go anywhere near it. So when it comes to, to Christmas, and this is the thing, you need to, if you've got dogs in the house, you need to just spend just a, a, a few seconds, really, explaining to your guests what the deal is. No feeding of scraps to the dog. No giving it bits of um, things off off the plate. Because, I mean, if you want them to have turkey, that's fine. Just make sure it's not coated in gravy. Just make sure it's not coated in the fat of everything else that's been on the plate. Keep some to one side without the bones, just the meat, and you can put it in their bowl. Because that, and again, you know, this is kind of a, 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 a personal note, but I just think it's a good way of, of having a, a puppy and, and, and bringing up a, a dog of, 
for from my point of view, the only thing that Lincoln and Elvis eat is out of their own bowl. They don't eat off our plates. They eat everything out of their own bowl. If it's not in their own bowl, or we're not giving them a treat out of our hand or from the treat jar, they're not eating it. They're not eating off our plates. They're not. We're not putting our plates down on the floor for them to. That's a a bad routine to get into and a bad habit to get into. So those are the, the that is basically this week's dog news. Uh, just about the things that uh, you need to be aware of with your puppies and your dogs when it comes to Christmas. Uh, on social media this week, because I realised that this is the time of year. The Dogs Trust, a few years ago in the UK, did a, a, an excellent campaign called uh, A Dog is for Life, Not Just for Christmas. And we may have seen all the little videos online of, you know, here's this schoolgirl who got a puppy for Christmas, or this family got a new puppy for Christmas. And, and whilst... I don't want to discourage anyone from bringing a puppy into their lives and giving that puppy a good home. I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, you need to think about what it is that you are doing. So I asked on, on um, social media, what should prospective puppy owners be aware of? So if you're thinking of getting a puppy or you've just got a puppy and you, you've, you've come to this episode thinking, okay, what... What do I need to be aware of? These are some of the things, and thanks, I mean, some of them are serious, and some of them are just having a, a bit of a laugh, very much tongue-in-cheek. Dave uh, said, uh, their furniture. You do, you need to think about it. Is your breed one that is known to be destruct destructive? Well, keep them away from the stuff that you do not want destroying. Paul, just put it simply, of the commitment. They are far more tying than you will believe. And if you're going out for the day, it isn't fair to leave your dog for seven or eight hours in the house on its own. Just try it yourself. Just sit on the floor of your living room. No telly, no phone, no books, no radio, no magazines for seven hours. And just feel how lonely that is. Why would you do that to a dog? Um, Helen says the size that they grow to, because puppies don't say puppy size forever. Um, and uh, Hedge goes on to say, my chi got a slight diagnosis of SM at the vets, which is now on his records, and I'm stuck with his insurers, which is just short of £600 for the next year. You need to con consider that kind of thing of insuring this puppy that you're going to be getting and making sure that you are protecting yourself from huge vet bills. And that's, you know, if you ever go to the emergency vet, you're talking of at least £100 just to walk through the door. Um, Christopher says size, exercise, attitude when you first meet them and take into consideration the other members of the family, if there are any, as having a dog in the house will affect everyone. Justine says whether or not they can afford it. And Nigel saying the, ne the need for pet insurance. Phil saying don't forget, get a good supply of poop bags and always pick up after your dog. You can hear my cry of bad form whenever we take Elvis or Lincoln out for a walk and, and my cry of bad form is said whenever I come across um, someone's, you know, some dog mess that someone has just left and just left there not, not cleaning it up. It makes no sense. Um, Mandy says their health and their background. Absolutely. If you're, if you're um, buying from a breeder or if you're getting from a rescue centre, no as much as you possibly can about the dog. Jackie saying that a puppy is for life. 
it goes without saying. Sandra says, realise that it's a living animal and it needs looking after all of its life. It's not a toy to enjoy for a while and then get tired of and cast aside. Please think about this seriously and be responsible. If you want something new for a short while, get yourself a gadget or a toy or clothes. Not a living animal that needs looking after and costs money all of its life. Again, Jill saying make sure you can afford to look after it properly. Glennis says check that the animal is socialised. And the best way to do that is to go to the house and meet all the dogs there. I.e., you know, meet the mum and dad of the dog if possible. And the litter mates. Uh, that and making sure the pups have been with their mum for at least eight weeks. Sue says you've got to think of everything. They cost a lot in the beginning and in old age. Oh, and anyone who wants a pristine palace shouldn't even contemplate a dog, or for that matter, a cat. They must be able to provide a forever, forever home and not an until I have a baby or move house home. It's very true. You know, this, this animal is becoming a member of your family and you need to be prepared for that. Um, Julie says it doesn't need to be a puppy. That's what I'd say. And a couple of people have mentioned this and we've talked about this on the podcast in the past about whether you get a, uh, from a, buy from a breeder or buy from a rescue center. Look at rescue centers first. Make rescue centers your first port of call. If you, unless you have good reasons to get a puppy. Now we had what we believe are good reasons for getting a poppy rather than going to a rescue centre. We, I will re repeat this for those that have never heard it before, but we had a rescue dog. It bit both of us. The trust was broken and we decided that, one, we were going to return it, um, and the dog's trust were fantastic about that, and all credit to them. So that what, we, what we've done with both Lincoln and Elvis is we've bought... Uh, a puppy from a, a reputable breeder that we'd researched thoroughly before we went into it and we make a donation to the dogs trust as well because we know we should be looking at rescue dogs look at rescue dogs first rather than just because that that's that's again the thing you're don't be lured in by the cuteness of a puppy if you like the cuteness of a puppy get a photo of one don't actually get one um Richard says what colour to buy and pet insurance as well. Ken saying vet bills as well. Uh, Amy says if buying, make sure you see it with the mum. But obviously I think please, please rescue. There are so many waiting for homes and not all are badly behaved like expected. But most of all, think about the fact that they are a lifelong investment of your time and they need walks and attention and love every single day. Um, Philip says a dog is for life, not just for Christmas. Mark, it says it needs love and care and food and they don't ask for much. Joe says all of those that have been said and more, people were always abandoning the most beautiful uh, hounds regularly on, and callously on our country lane. It's inhuman. Christine says working for the RSPCA for years, you see the sad side of owning puppies, all pets being dumped just after the Christmas holidays end. I guess the reality kicks in of what they've bought. It isn't a toy. Uh, Sue says never get a pet solely for a child and never give a pet as a gift. Just because someone loves animals does not mean that they want one. Leslie again saying wait until well after Christmas. Um, Sue saying sometimes when we rescue a pet, it's them that rescues us. So bear that in mind that you could be finding this could be your new best friend that you're about to bring into your life. Jeff says time spent 
costs, microchips, fleas and worming, grooming, bedding, training, vets bills. Do they get on with other animals? Do they get on with small children? Um, again, um, uh, Sue saying um, uh, about vets bills. Uh, Louise saying that you have the time to train the puppy right so that they are a nice, sociable dog. And Donna um, saying, my husband is disabled. And so we sat and put a list together of exactly what would suit us. And then we visited five different shelters for six consecutive weeks. That way, we didn't let our heart rule our heads. And if it didn't match the list, we carried on walking. We got to know the staff and they got to know us and what type of dog we would be able to offer a good home. On the sixth week, purely by chance at the Dogs Trust in Honolulu, we found our Murphy, who is absolutely perfect for us. That was two years ago and we are the perfect pack. A couple of people saying, adopt, don't shop. Thanks for that, Nigel. Jason saying, make sure you get one that tastes like chicken, just in case. Jason, that's no... Oh, cruel. Karen saying, please think rescue. I volunteer for Animal Lifeline at Sellerhead. Please be positive that the dog or puppy will get the forever home they deserve. And um, Edna saying, um, you know, again, talking about vets bills and, and looking at rescue ones again. And Alex saying, once all of this is done, waking up through the night as it cries and picking up its poo forever. And that's the thing. It's not like where a child can be potty trained. You can, you can't train uh, a potty train a dog. It's going to poo. You're going to have to pick it up, and it is your responsibility. So just bear those in mind. Thank you so much to everyone who got in touch uh, about that. If you want to add to the list, uh, by all means, get in touch uh, on the uh, Puppy Podcast Facebook page uh, or on Twitter at Puppy Podcast, on Instagram at the Puppy Podcast, uh, or email me, the, uh, the Puppy Podcast at gmail.com. So Elvis this week has just wandered in, actually. You all right, mate? You okay, baby? How are you? I think Lincoln has gone upstairs. So Elvis is downstairs by himself because he still can't get up the stairs or refuses to go up the stairs. He physically can. He just, there's something blocking him. I mean, long may it continue. I've no desire for it to end. Um, so he's just come in here with me into, into the, uh, the office where I record the podcast. Uh, just come and, and, uh, lying down by my feet, uh, which is lovely. He, again, uh, he just gets better and better. Um, he, I, I'm a, a a little bit apprehensive um, about him going to the in-laws for a couple of days because when he walks, he does get very excitable and they need to know that they're not going to be able to walk them together. They're going to have to walk them separately. Uh, but I think we, we've got, you know, I think my brother-in-law is going to go over and kind of walk them on one day and stuff like that. So hopefully they, they, will, be, they will be fine. What? What's the matter? What? Elvis. Elvis heard something. And <laughs> Was it because I mentioned the in-laws? Elvis, come here, baby. What's the matter? What's going on? There's nothing happening. There's nothing there. It's okay. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for protecting us, though. But it's all fine. All right. You're beautiful. Um... Yeah, he's been, you know, he, he's been uh, really good. We've had uh, bad snow here for the past 
couple of days and I posted a couple of pictures of him in the snow and that was at the park but then the snow got worse and we couldn't even get to the park you just couldn't access it the car just wouldn't do um, the roads and it was all where all like glass so there's been a lot of um, back garden uh, play and a lot of mental play uh, which we, we've talked about before if your situation is that you can't take the dogs out for whatever reason I mean if that's a long-term problem then you need to consider whether or not you're doing the right thing by having the dog but if there's a, a, a situation if the you know the weather is particularly bad or um, the, you know you're quite poorly uh, like I was last week so you can't take the dogs out as much as you would like uh, then you need to come up with mental um, uh, exercise for them so games hide and seek that kind of thing because that will tire them out just as much as a physical walk will do um, but yes yeah, so the snow and the ice both Elvis and Lincoln have, have loved having the snow and the ice around uh, and <laughs> to the point that I walked out to see Elvis just lying, lying in the snow on the back garden. I, I, he must have been freezing, but just lying in the snow. And he had like a big chunk of ice in his mouth. Just kind of hum, hum, hum. Hum, 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 like a little chew toy. <laughs> Which was just ridiculous. Well, he, he seemed happy enough, uh, and that's been the good thing. Uh, but no, he's, as he's getting older and growing up, uh, and he is one now, but we've not had him for a year. That We didn't get him until towards the end of January. So we, we will mark that as and when it comes around. But as he's maturing, a lot of the behaviours, because uh, the, the Christmas decorations are up. So we have a couple of trees up. One that's not, it's just across from his crate. So about four feet from his crate. And we have another one in kind of a, the, the dining room of the house. And he's intrigued by it all. But he's not, there's been no attacking. He's not, you know, occasionally he, his over-exuberant backside and tail will whip off a bauble. But apart from that, he really hasn't bothered with the tree. Which, again, I'm really pleased about that he, he doesn't um, kind of take that on board. He doesn't uh, um, get distracted by them or, or attracted to them, uh, which is good. But he, he really is uh, kind of... Um, coming on and you know he's he's a wonderful dog to have around and if i think back to what we've been through and what we went through as you all heard you know months ago where we were talking about getting rid of him and i was in tears after training sessions all of those things um if you're going through it it does get better have patience have perseverance and just try and remember that they are just a puppy um, which I think I, I lost sight of on a couple of occasions. Um, but yeah, he's, we've had another great week uh, with him, which is, he's just been lovely. Um, if you want to get in touch with the Puppy Podcast, then you can on Facebook. We're on the Puppy Podcast uh, Facebook page. On Twitter, um, at Puppy Podcast. On Instagram, at the Puppy Podcast. Or you can always email me at thepuppypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio and all good podcast apps. There will be no Puppy Podcast next week. 
because it's Christmas. Um, I'm just not going to get a chance to record it, and I just want to spend time with the family. I- I'm sure you understand. I'm going to try and post some photos, though, on social media. Uh, so we will be back in a couple of weeks' time. Have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, um, it, uh, or however you're going to be uh, spending the next couple of weeks uh, if if you don't celebrate Christmas Um, but thank you so much for listening to the Puppy Podcast I think when we come back uh, the next episode will be uh, no it won't be quite um, uh, the 12 month anniversary but will be a week before the 12 month anniversary of the first episode of the Puppy Podcast so yeah I'm sure we'll talk about that in some way as well Um, as always thank you so much for listening Uh, apologies that there's been so much chat but as I said I had a a number of guests uh, drop out which is quite frustrating but I, I, I understand they've got demands on their time this has been a Monkey Pants production and I'll see you in the new year